welcome to the Zaga Center's podcast. This podcast aims at providing education, knowledge, and experience focusing on zygomatic implant rehabilitation. Learn more about the treatment procedure, its impact on each patient, and get to know the members of the Zaga Network. Welcome back to all of you listening to this podcast. We have uh, again a guest as member of the Zaga Centers Network located in Tamworth, UK. He is the um, leading surgeon at this certified Zaga Center, Dr. Amit Mistry. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for accepting the invitation. Um, thank you, David. Thanks for having me here today. Um, it's a pleasure to join you. So, Amit, uh, before going into um, all the zygomatic implants world, could you please introduce yourself uh, quickly? What is your background? What is your education, your current activity? Okay. So, uh, my name is Amit Mishri. I am a full-time implantologist in the UK. Um, as you said, at the Zaga Centre in Tamworth, Birmingham, and I do work around the country. Now, I tend to do a lot of clinical work and teaching. That's the main part of my work. Uh, I've also got into research about how to use technology to improve the outcomes with implant dentistry. So I've got quite a varied practice. Um, in terms of my clinical practice, it's mainly surgery, uh, where I do simple implants, zygomatic implants, um, simple grafting to major grafting. Uh, I also do a little bit of lecturing for Noble Viacare, and I teach at one of the largest private training schools in the UK, where we train you know, usually about 50 to 100 dentists a year in basic implantology. Uh, we also do a second part of the course with advanced implantology, and I run um, full arch immediate load courses as well. Um, one thing people do not know about me, I'm quite a keen martial artist. I've... Um, Especially during the lockdown at the moment, I've started training my son how to do Muay Thai boxing. So uh, it gives me a bit of variety. Okay, I promise I won't ask any silly question to you then. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll make the most of your educator um, facet or perspective. Uh, could you tell us a bit uh, about the indications of zygomatic implants? When do you propose um, a patient? When do you suggest using zygomatic implant rehabilitation? In which cases? So, generally, if we do not have enough bone for regular implants, you know, that's an initial indication. Um, there, there are other options such as grafting or, you know, zygomatics. It, it depends on you know, the age of the patient. If the patient's young, I'm probably more likely to involve them to graft because they probably heal more. Whereas if they're older, the healing's probably not quite as well with complex grafting. So I'd probably be more likely to do sort of zygomatic patients um, treatments. Uh, a lot of the older patients tend to have indication for zygomatic implants for a simple reason. They don't want to take the time it takes for all the grafting to be done to heal and then it's you know the best part of a year before they get any any teeth so we'd like to give them a quicker solution um, I try to avoid very traumatic grafting um, initially when I trained we did quite a lot of hip grafts and these patients never really walked again properly and the results were quite unpredictable so you know it, it's we don't want to do that to them. We want to do this, give them the solutions with the least possible trauma that we can. 
I like to do it to, as I said before, to reduce the time scales of treatments in the older patients because they want their teeth quicker. Um, I also use the zygomatics for rescue implants when I'm doing full arch cases. So if we lose stability, it gives me a plan B to achieve stability. Um, I do uh, a lot of the zygomatic work I'm doing these days tends to be with a lot of the failed full arch cases which were done many years ago or if we've had repeated failed grafting. They tend to be the main cases I do, I, I do for this. Okay, one important topic that you mentioned um, is preventing complications or avoiding complications. When it comes to the surgical approach of zygoma implants, how do you deal, how do you prevent complications? How do you um, work in advance to avoid sinusitis, soft tissue dehiscence? How do you do this? So, with, with any kind of implant treatment, it's all about a thorough assessment and treatment planning and using the correct diagnostic information. We spend a lot of time with CBCT analysis of the relevant areas of the sinuses, the drainage of the sinuses. Uh, we use 3D modeling to position the implant so we can put them in the optimal place. And um, you know, I sometimes do pre pre-zygomatic surgery to enhance soft tissue. I usually, I, I can thicken it if it's really not favorable at all. So I think, it, you know, reducing complications is a case of planning in advance and getting the correct diagnosis before you embark on the treatment. As the Zyga Center in Tamworth, you are the regional local expert in zygomatic implants. This, um, when you receive patients, how do you, um, see how zygomatic implants impact the quality of, of life. In other words, how do you help patients with zygomatic implants? You mentioned, I think, an important topic related to immediacy for all the patients. How do you see this uh, treatment enhancing their quality of life over time? Oh, I mean, it, it makes a massive difference to these uh, people. Um, I generally find with a lot of the older patients it actually gives them hope and relief that a solution is actually available for them which they can have done in one day as opposed to several surgeries over a long prolonged period of time and obviously you mentioned it, redu it reduces the time without teeth is an immediate solution um, straight away because we can do that it gives them a, a boost personally and after treatment we see the difference in the confidence um, they look healthier because they can eat properly. A lot of these patients can't wear dentures. And, and some of the patients, especially some of the failed implant cases, do not want to wear a denture at all. You know, they, the thought horrifies them. Um, I've seen quite a few cases which have ended up in my clinic because nobody else can treat them. You know, they've been told there's no solution repeatedly time after time after time. And we're able to do something for them, um, you know, pr predictably. Now, more on a personal basis, as, as you as a person, not you as a clinician. Can you tell me a bit about <laughs> uh, one patient that would have um, changed your life? You changed lives of patients, but one patient, I don't know if it's the first one you treated, if it's a specially complicated case. C could you tell us a bit about uh, one patient that struck you especially? So recently in Tamworth in September, we treated a lady who lost her teeth very young. She was about a teenager. She lost, you know, several front teeth. And over time, 
you know, because of the complications from her accident, she lost pretty much most of her front teeth and she's had dentures most of her life. She had some implant treatment, which was done many years ago, which was failing. And she literally had to the point where um, the remaining bone was not sufficient to even retain a denture. So she couldn't wear it. She'd lost all the confidence. She looked, you know, given up on life. And she came to see us. We provided quadzygoma treatment, um, immediate load. At the one month review, she was a completely different person. She had she almost changed her personality. She was very vibrant, very happy, very confident. She looked quite glamorous. She was wearing makeup again. She did her hair, and um, you know she just kept uh, hugging me and my support staff at Ham Tamworth because um, you know she was that delighted with the results. And you know if you can give people that change to their life, they can enjoy the rest of their life with confidence. You know, I think it's a great thing. It impacted me greatly because she she spent a lot of time with us explaining, you know, the things. She, she, she'll she see her friends now. She's not reluctant to have dinner in front of people. She can eat food she wants to eat. And um, it was quite quite touching. And that, that's an inspiring story, definitely. Now, now, when it comes to this kind of advanced treatments, zygoma implant rehabilitation, uh, you need quite a lot of training and experience. What was your journey from day one as a clinician, as a young clinician, perhaps 15, 20 years back to today, placing these complex implants and, and changing patients' lives because of it? After I qualified, I trained in maxillofacial surgery. That was my training as a junior. And I was quite fortunate um, during my training. We did a lot of complex cases. This was like 20 years ago. We, we had patients who required hip grafting, Um, you know, rib reconstructions, uh, the very, very complicated cases. So I think surgical treatment, you know, skill set is essential for zygomatic treatment. You need to be able to handle doing surgery in this area of the mouth. And we used to do a lot of trauma, zygomatic fractures, um, Lafour fractures. We used to do osteotomies quite routinely. So it gave us the surgical skill to handle it. Um, I mean, I'm, I do a lot of teaching. Education is the key as far as I'm concerned. You know, knowledge is the key. You need to know what you're doing. And something like zygomatic treatment, it's, it's difficult to get that information in one place. I think it was very, very hard to, you know, look at all the research and evidence out there and collate it all. There's, there's lots of different places to gain it from. And, um, you know, to get that took a lot of time. It took a lot of time. Um, mentoring is key. You need someone with you to, to guide you, to help your journey, you know, from, from, you know, what to learn, how to diagnose treatment plan, these cases and to help to execute them in clinic. Um, you do need to be doing them routinely and regularly to become proficient at it and be good at it. I also think you need good collaboration with colleagues who are doing this treatment. So, If you do get complications or things don't go according to plan or things, I mean, some of these cases can be quite unusual. One of your colleagues may have done a similar one. We can share the experience and help us all improve. And the big thing with not just zygomatic implants, all the surgeries I do, I question every single one. How can we make this better? How can we improve it? How can we improve the outcomes? And um, I'm a big believer, you know, in reflection. It's huge. And... <clears throat> 
some of the research I'm doing is using technology to improve um, outcomes. And I certainly think there, there might be a space for it with this as well, with zygomatic implants, but we'll see. Well, you're, you're obviously an experienced uh, surgeon placing zygoma, but um, this kind of treatment also requires quite a lot of um, team management, coordinating with the prosthetics, with the nurses, uh, with the, the whole team. How do you uh, deal with this when it comes to treating a patient requiring zygoma implants? So we've got a very, very good setup at Tamworth. The whole implants are dedicated. The whole clinic in Tamworth is a dedicated implant center. So, you know. We, we work multidisciplinary all the time. We have, you know, people who see them initially. We have people who do different levels of implant treatments from basic treatment to, to zygomatics. We have prosthodontists who work with us who will restore the cases. And we have treatment coordinators who work well with all of us coordinating the journey so the journey's seamless for the patient. So I think, you know, one of the key steps is not actually the clinical clinician part it's the, the coordinator who's the glue who who, who makes the pay, the journey seamless for the patient but the the main point is when the patient comes in they need to have the problem diagnosed so they recognize this is a zygomatic case it comes straight through to me and then we do the necessary journey for them so on, on, on average on the on the patient side of things on average how much does a zygomatic implant uh, take how much time does it take from start to finish from the initial diagnosis to I don't know what you, we can consider finish the delivery of the final prosthesis or the long-term follow-up how long does it take on average okay so say if a patient came to our clinic um, you know and they were happy with having some treatment done I think they'd, they'd probably see one of the initial implant dentists who would then do the full um take the diagnostic information like CBCT scans. And at this point, this is when it probably get recognized and get elevated to myself. And then from that, we would do a consultation. We'd describe the, the problem. We'd describe the options which are available. And if zygomatics implants is the option or the only option for them, we will then explain to them how it's done. We will then do a process where we give them everything in writing so they can go away, think about it, ask questions. And then once they're happy to go ahead, we will make 3D printed models. We'll plan the surgery beforehand so we know where, you know, how most things are going to turn out. We have the prosthetic guys on hand, the lab technicians to help us with the manufacture of the prototype prosthesis. And we put the anaesthetist to do the sedation. So, you know, from once they've seen me to having treatment, it's, we can do it within a month easily, probably even less, depending on how, you know, the factors with the patient, clinical time and, um, you know, availability. Um, we tend to leave them in the prototypes for about six months so we can make any adjustments, we get the patient to adapt to it. And then, they can turn the prototype round fairly quickly, you know, into the fat definitive prosthesis. So, you know, I think from coming through the door to finals, they're usually done within about eight months, eight, nine months maximum to the final prosthesis. That's that's very fast, that's very smooth. And and on, on day one after the surgery, they would already have a smile and a fixed prosthesis. Absolutely, absolutely. One question that arises from uh, the patients that reach out to us is about anesthesia. How do you deal with it? Is it uh, food anesthesia? Is it sedation? 
How does it go? So we have a different situation in the UK. Well, you know, the clinic we work is not a hospital, so we can't do general anaesthetic here. Um, we've tried using um, midazolam, which I personally felt can be adequate sometimes, but we had a lot of cases where it just wasn't adequate. Now I use anaesthetists who use a multi-drug sedation, who use a mixture of midazolam and fentanyl. And um, what we find with this is the fentanyl, it gives them a deep sedation and the pain relief from the fentanyl as well, which makes it a lot more comfortable for the patient. And I tend to stick with this now for my preferred choice of, um, of uh, anaesthesia and pain relief for during the surgery phase. It tends to be very, very effective in my, in my opinion. Okay, thank you. And very safe. Yes, that, that's an important aspect of the treatment, safety and predictability, right? Yeah. <laughs> thank you for the clinical insight. Uh, I'd like to uh, bounce on the question that you covered a bit in the beginning. Aside from the dentistry and uh, clinical life, do you have any, any passion, any dream on life you'd like to, to reach at some point? Do you have other activities that um, fulfill you on top of already dentistry fulfilling you? Well, I've started to, uh, doing martial arts again with my son. I think uh, my days of doing competitions are over now. I'm a bit, my bones hurt a bit too much. Um, recently, over the first lockdown in the UK, I got into cycling. And uh, one of our colleagues is uh, doing the Amateur Tour de France in uh, this year, if it goes ahead, and has invited me to come along to do part of it. So... I don't know, that could, that could be a short-term goal. That, that, that's a bit of training. I, th I think you're talking about Agacenta Cardiff, right? <laughs> yes, I think so. Well, I, I can provide mechanical support. I don't think I can follow you guys, but uh, <laughs> I definitely can recommend a training plan and the mechanical support for you. So. It's hard in the UK at the moment. It's really cold, <laughs> really cold and icy, not ideal for cycling. Uh, thank you, Amit, for the insights into your activity, into yourself and into how you treat patients at uh, Zaga Center Tabworth with the whole team. Of course. Uh, do you want to add anything to the, to the podcast? Any idea, any uh, suggestion? Um, no, I just think, um, I, I think the Zaga philosophy is fabulous, bringing like-minded people together of such a, you know, uh, it's complex treatment. Uh, I think I like the, I mean, my, my passion has always been training and education, and I think it'd be nice to get involved with, I mean, I'm fairly young compared to some of the other guys in the Yozaga centers, but, you know, people have to come through and learn the skill and develop it and take it to the next level. And um, I think, you know, we can do that with Zaga centers. I think it would be uh, pretty cool to have a training pathway within it to, to gain the experience and the expertise required to do this kind of treatment. Yes, indeed, education is one of a top activities and, and objectives as a group of doctors because um, we believe zygomatic implants and we see actually zygomatic implants being increasingly used over years uh, because of what you mentioned earlier, all on four failures, because more all on four procedures are being done, but also because of their safety and predictability increasing over time. Um, perhaps 30 years back, zygomatic implants were not the same as today. We did not have the same predictability, the same uh, safety, the same uh, uh, immediacy when it comes to delivering the prosthesis. And now, as you mentioned earlier, 
for aging patients, you can deliver teeth in, in, in one day. You can give back their smile and ability to masticate, to speak, to laugh, to have a social life. And this is uh, something that is worth a million. Uh, this, is, this is invaluable, actually. So thank you, Amit, for your, your time participating in this podcast. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you here uh, in this episode. And uh, we'll be in touch very soon to keep working on training education with your side of educator. And uh, I hope we'll meet very soon for the Zaga Center Alien meeting. And uh, I wish you the best uh, out of the lockdown and in your daily practice with the patients. Thank you so much. Great to see you all again. This podcast aims at providing education, knowledge, and experience, focusing on zygomatic implant rehabilitation. Learn more about the treatment procedure, its impact on each patient, and get to know the members of the Zaga Network.